right, episode one. This is going to be a really fun uh, podcast, a little bit different than a normal podcast. At the end of this, Mo is going to attempt to, well, he's going to fly through this house while answering some pretty fun questions. Um, but first, we're just going to get to know him a little bit. Uh, tell me about yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? This is your Koto. Well, I fly drones through houses, through everything, right? I've uh, been doing that for like, what, four or five years now? You're pretty good at it. Do you like it? I'm all right. It's cool. Yeah. Well, now you fly drones. You've got a pretty uh, pretty diverse background of a variety of different jobs, which I think I think makes you pretty interesting. Um, tell us about a couple of your other jobs that you've done in the past from, from the beginning. Damn. Pizza delivery. What else? Uh, mortgage processing. I sucked at that. I was so bad. What else? Uh, mortgage collections. Truck driving. Yeah. Male stripper. No, I'm just kidding. No. I'm going to pause. Remember, you're talking to me. Don't look at the camera. Um, so truck driving. You've talked a lot about your past as a truck driver. Uh, how do you think that those skills that you did before translated into flying drones? Mm, maybe like my mechanical skills. Just really like um, reflexes, like even playing video games, really. I feel like a lot of that, like a lot of those skills, I can like use it on drone flying because you just need it like all that on top of like dexterity or whatever. Yeah. Speaking of video games, you at one point were I think like top 10 in the world at a certain game. Uh, tell us about tell us about that game and, and how'd you get how'd you get so good at it? It's like super niche. Um, <clears throat> it's like this yeah, super niche fighting game called Fantasy Strike. I don't know. It, it was just so easy to get into. And like I think because of how easy it was, it made me, instead of thinking about the uh, the inputs, I could think about the strategy and think about, like, yeah, just, like, techniques and stuff, just a way to approach the game. And, it, you know, it kind of, like, once, because, you know, like, it, it, usually when you get at a certain level, depending on, like, certain skills, it gets to the point where people are, like, just like that saying goes where, they make it look so easy, you know, it's like that they could do it blindfolded and stuff. It's because they practice it so much that they don't even have to think about the actual, like what they're controlling in their body or whatever. They just do it, right? And I think with that game, it kind of allowed me to do that, to be able to think about strategy and what my opponent was doing. And I think with that, I don't know, like I just, I'm pretty good at like figuring out like pattern recognition. I don't know. And I think with I, even with those skills, I was able to use it with learning how to do the drone stuff because just pattern recognition, like like noticing what people do with their habits and then eventually applying it to your stuff. Well, it definitely seems like those skills probably transferred over like the ability to get so good at something and do it so much that it's very rep repetitive yeah. and you don't have to worry about what you're actually doing with your fingers and more focusing on getting the shot. Yep. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Do you, what do you think is the most, other than that, what do you think is the most important thing you learned from everything other than drone flying? Mm. I think like the, uh, 
the fact that you're going to be interacting with a lot of people. So just, you don't have to be personable, but at least have like a level of respect to people and just be authentic, do your thing, have fun, you know? Definitely all things that seems like you do. And that's why people love you. Um, cool. Now, going into what you do now, which is working with Epic Drone Tours, mm-hmm. uh, walk us through a typical day in life. So we're here at one of our listings that after this you're going to be shooting. Um, walk us through a, a typical day from start to finish on a shoot. So depending on what's ready to go, I would talk to the agent or whoever's at the property. Sometimes, you know, there's situations where they still have to work on some rooms, so... Usually, in order for me to do the FPV portion of it, the house has to be completely clear. If it's not, then I just start doing, like, the handheld camera stuff, individual rooms. And it just depends, you know, like, on the the status of the house, uh, what's ready to go. Yeah, but after I do the Sony shots, then I would get FPV of, like, throughout the whole house, just different routes. Then, eventually, I'll get to uh, DJI shots, which is, like, the, like a Mavic we get like external shots, establishing shots. And yeah, there's like no specific order as to what I do. There might be days where it might be overcast in the beginning of the shoot. And usually I do drone shots later. Sometimes it depending if it clears up. If it's saying it's gonna clear up later, then I would just do that. It just depends on the order, right? So yeah. We do a lot of different types of projects, including houses, but also, you know, you shot you, we filmed Gary V's office, we've done hotels, we've done a lot of different things. What's your favorite type of project to work on? Like if you could take any one of them and duplicate them every day, which, which one would you want to do the most? Definitely the ones where there's a lot of people involved. Like if we're doing those long one takes, those are pretty cool because like they're very challenging. Um, and just kind of getting like very hands-on and stuff. It's like a, a, a little bit more stressful, but it's like once you get the shots and it, it looks pretty cool, like doing the whole edit and sound design, it's pretty badass. What do you think is the most memorable project that you've worked on so far? Which damn. one are you like, damn, that damn. that was awesome? Damn. There's a lot. I can't just name one. Why don't you go? What about what about last week? Definitely the Gary Vee one. Cause like from watching him years ago to now filming in his office is pretty crazy. The Mark Wahlberg one, it was pretty wild. That's a lot of projects actually. It's hard to just pinpoint one, but yeah. What do you think was the coolest part about shooting at Gary Vee's office and flying through the office after? Was it weird, like having somebody that you've watched and looked up to so long being being in right under your drone, flying past his head? That's pretty cool, man. Like I, I would have never, like years ago, if I would have told myself that you're gonna fly a drone around Gary Vee's face, that'd be weird. I'm like, what the hell is Gary You're lying. You were lying. But yeah, it's crazy. A lot of the stuff that, that we do is kind of you showing up and shooting and getting things done. But, you know, we do have a team, uh, team of people working together. How important do you think having teamwork is in this industry rather than just being an individual freelancer or drone pilot? It makes everything a lot easier because, like, rather than you, one person, a one-man band, we're focusing on editing, focusing on filming, focusing on getting the clients, like, all the work is distributed and you get to just do what you want to do. And me, I just want to be creative, really. Like, I don't mind interacting with people. I think it's cool, it's fun, just like different personalities, but I like the the creative side, and I think that's 
That's where I shine it. I don't know. But it just makes it easier distributing the workload. And like frees up uh, a lot more, I guess, in your mind, really, to like be able to focus on other things and do it at, at like at the highest level. Right. So if there's other people that, you know, they really love flying drones, but they, you know, they don't want to do any of the other aspects of running a business, which is there's a lot that goes into it. There's a reason we have all of us doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what is some advice that you you would give to people that they want to be able to just hone in on their craft and not have to worry about all the other extracurriculars keep building your portfolio really like keep building your portfolio and just network a lot meet a lot of people and hopefully you know you find a team that is willing to build with you as well you know either like uh, they have the same skills or they have other skills that you don't have that's usually the best way to go just but just keep working on your craft I would argue that to a certain extent you can only have a portfolio that's so good and I think that yeah. you know when we met something that really <clears throat> stuck to me was how good you are with people mm-hmm. and you're willing to talk to the clients and go that extra mile um, so how important do you think that is is to have that that belief in customer service um, and really making the person you're working with feel good rather than just getting good shots like uh, it's super important like it, it shouldn't even get to the point where you have to compromise who you are as a person because you could still be authentic to somebody, but still get the job done and like be honest, be like straightforward to people. Like if, if there's some shots you can't get, you, you gotta just let them know instead of like trying to sugarcoat it because at least that, that it opens up the door to try to figure out a solution for that, you know? But um, that's really what it is, man. I agree. I think, mm-hmm. I think having people see who you actually are instead of just being closed off is, is pretty important. And clients will respect that, you know, if you're upfront with them, they're always gonna appreciate that a lot more than if you just try to act like whatever, something didn't happen. Yep. Um, what's your favorite thing? You know, you're, you work a lot between every city that you've traveled to. What do you think is your favorite thing to do outside of piloting a drone? Like, what's your, what's your escapism? Video games. Yeah? Video games. Yeah, that's always been, even as a kid. And like, people are like, oh yeah, video games suck. But then like, you know, I'm literally playing video games as I fly drones, man. So I'm not thing. saying that's going to happen to everybody, but like, I don't know, just do what you love, no matter what it is. And then hopefully, you know, you can, I guess, make money off of it or, or make something off of it, right? So, or at least use those skills and apply it somewhere else. Just keep doing what you love to do. I like it. I like it. I think that there is a, a pretty pretty big transfer from video games to flying drones. It's kind of the same act. Mm-hmm. Um, and so clearly it's worked for you. Yeah. So you, you recently went a little bit viral on TikTok for uh, a video that you did where your mom is watching you as you're flying the drone mm-hmm. around your house. Um, and her reactions were just really genuine. And she seemed pretty excited about what you were doing. Um, which I think a lot of parents these days, you know, they might not understand this kind of technology that we're working with. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really special and you clearly got a good response. So how, how special was that for you? Was, was that for you to, to show your mom what you do every day? It was cool. Like, um, I've always wanted to show it to her, that video idea. Like I had that idea for a while too, but I just never really had the time or our schedules always like never worked out. But, um, just to really, sh- I've never really taken on a ride along like that. 
and I thought it was going to be cool just to kind of record that moment. And and even after that, I'm going to start recording more, like even personal stuff, just to show the siblings eventually, you know, because I have the cameras to record her and just kind of ask like more personal questions. I might post them, I might not, but it's more like for documentation, but I've always wanted to do that and it was pretty cool to get all that. That's awesome. Those moments. That can be the answer, but what do you think is one one video or, or moment in your life that that was the most impactful for you? Like something you've created where you're like, damn, this is this is who I am. Damn. Like recent? Could be any your whole life, anytime. I think some of the first shoots that we did, really. Cause every other shoot, it was still cool. Like uh, cause I was doing a lot of low budget music video stuff. But once we start doing like like the property stuff and doing the FPV things, I'm like, damn, this is something that, like, like th- th- this could be a thing right here. So, yeah. I'm Clearly, it's become out. a thing. Yeah. We've, we've been to a lot of places and filmed with a lot of really cool people. It's been wild. Uh, it's been, been cool, fun. though. New York pizza. New York pizza oh. and Hodads at Hodads. Petco Park. Yep. What, other than the actual project, what's been your, your most favorite moment? with any of us from Epic Drone Tours? Just the traveling, really. Trying different foods. Yeah, the traveling, really, it's been fun. And, you know, just just trying different things, really, right, so. I think you've been to like 12 states this year? I think so. Something like that, what's your favorite one? Favorite state? If you had to move anywhere other than California to anywhere you've traveled? Probably New York. Yeah. What about it? It just seemed pretty cool. Like, um, just like being in the downtown area, it was crazy. And the pizza. Oh. Pizza's so good. Oh, pizza. I'm not gonna eat pizza all day, but you know. <laughs> I think that um, there's a lot of different things that separates our videos and, may, and really makes us better and stand out from a lot of the competition. Um, but I wanna hear from you, what do you think? One, what do you think is the thing that helps differentiate us the most, but then what is some advice to anybody else that's an FPV pilot to kind of elevate their their game and get them making videos even better? Because you seem to have that that locked where every single time, whatever you do, is is a banger. I think figure out what sort of like cinematography style you guys are looking for. Like, I guess look at uh, I got to even call them. I guess they're technically competitors, right? But, you know, look at their style of video. Look at, it like, whatever area you're focusing on, just look at just different forms of, of style of video that they do and kind of just take pieces that you feel work for you and just kind of go from there, keep working on the craft. What else? One thing that I even hear consistently from a lot of clients is that we're fun to work with, so definitely being personable and everything. And like, yeah, man, I think it's like making it a fun work environment too makes it cool. Like we still get the job done, but you know, we're just fun people to be around with. I think that's the most important thing of anything you've said is the fact that we really enjoy, everybody enjoys what we do Mm -hmm. and being able to show that when on a shoot and on a set, um, I think really shows up to the clients and I think they can notice. and when we're having fun, we're enjoying, enjoying ourselves while also getting the job done. Um, 
it just makes it that much better of an experience for everybody. It makes them want to actually work with us again. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, this is something I haven't asked you beforehand, but one thing I want to do at the end of each of these is give one question for you to ask the next person that we're interviewing. It does not have to do with drones. It can be anything. What's one question <coughs> that you want to pass on to the next? What brings you true joy? It could be whatever. What is that? I like it. I like it. All right, now we're going to have some fun. Mo's going to get his goggles on and uh, do a fly through around the house. And we're going to keep asking him some questions. Stay tuned. All right, Mo. Yes. You're flying. No. Well, describe the first time that you ever flew an FPV drone. Damn. I'm going to have to send you that clip. It's funny. So this was in the front yard at that same house that you guys saw like on that viral video with my mom. So it was me by myself. I had a five inch drone and it was pretty crazy, man. Cause like I was pretty scared. I was doing a simulator for so long and like practicing for hours and hours. And then I'm like, damn, now I gotta fly the real thing. This five inch drone with no protectors, exposed blades. And I'm like, oh my God, what am I gonna do? So I was just like, well, I better suck it up. And I, I just flew it. What made it hard, I think, is because of the camera, how tight the camera was. It wasn't like as wide as these other cameras that we have on the FPV, you know? It was super tight, so you couldn't tell how close you were to things. So, um, yeah. You're, we're probably, I'm, you're probably going to post up the clip right now so you can kind of see my whole flying and stuff. And basically, I even slowed it down, the clip itself, because I almost hit myself as I was trying to land. But um, I was like literally probably less than a feet away from like hitting my face probably. Uh, that would have made it for some better footage, I think, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, We're good. What do you think was the difference between a simulator and the real thing? Like, was it the same? Did, was it completely different? Like, how did it transfer over? The gravity is definitely a little bit different depending on the simulator you play. Because I've tried different simulators. Velocidrone is probably the closest one that you can get. But uh, overall, uh, the the gravity part of it, because you could get used to the controllers on a simulator, but until you do the real thing, you won't get used to it all the way. You fly a lot of different drones um, from FPV, Mavic, uh, Cinelifters now. Right. What do you think is your favorite drone? If you could only fly one drone the rest of your life, what's your favorite drone model and why? Man, if I can get paid to do fly just one little drone, is these little drones right now, like what, which I am already, because they're probably the less stress, uh, less stressful. You don't have that much on the line, and like you could just fly around things. Even if you bump into things, you don't damage nothing because it has foams. So, yeah, they're definitely less stressful. I feel like these drones, you can get a lot more creative shots anyway. You can. Like you're pretty limited. Yeah. Um, so that's probably an added benefit. I, I agree. If you could fly that drone anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and where would you fly? Damn. Hold on. Pause for the helicopter. Where are you at? Are you a helicopter? He's going to hit the drone. I'm trying to look for you. He's going to hit it. I can't find you. All right, back oh, to I see you. I see you. <laughs> found you. We found the helicopter. Don't tell the FAA. Oop. Nah, we're good. All right. Um, one place in the world that you could go fly your drone. Where would you go right now? Right now? Man. I have no idea. Let me think. Let me think. This little tiny drone... If I can fly it anywhere, it'd be in Guatemala, not Guatemala, 
But somewhere in Central America. That would be cool. El Salvador, where you're from? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So, tell us about a time that you faced a challenge on a shoot. Um, and how'd you get out of it? Look at this donkey first. Okay. <laughs> so, like, um, there's a lot of houses that usually are just not ready to go, like, in a sense of, like, you know, just kind of organi organizing a little bit. But I kind of have a system down where I just start shooting different things first rather than doing FPV. Because once I do FPV, everything has to be clear. People have to be out of the house or inside a room that I'm not going to film. And that's usually the challenge there. But overall, it's pretty chill. Like, uh, it hasn't been too crazy of a challenge that I couldn't really overcome. Definitely important to, to pivot and yeah. be able to get it done. I would say that the challenge um, was this past week when you were shooting Gary Vee's office, um, being able to do it. We had about five minutes. Oh, in uh, one take. To do too. it in one take. And I think it's a pretty damn cool video. Um, so how, how did you execute that on just the one take and the one time we had to do it? I just kept on repeating like to myself the path that I had to take and what we're going to shoot exactly because there was like multiple things, move, multiple moving parts, right, uh, going on at the same time. So it's just memorizing the path and just getting it down. Luckily, it wasn't too crazy of a flight. We had controlled like, I guess, weather, if you want to call it that, because like usually some houses are unpredictable where it can be super windy. And these little drones can get pushed around easy. But since there's like no wind inside the building, you could just fly as slow as you want and just cruise. So we have the footage, the behind the scenes footage from that. And, you know, you're talking about what's going on. But in that moment, how do you handle the stress? And like, are you talking, are you telling yourself certain things? Or how are you handling the, the pressure of, of knowing this is the one time I'm ever going to get to fly past Gary Vee's head? Like, how do you get through that? Or is it just so so muscle memory to you by now that you don't even think about it? It's just muscle memory. I'm, ju I'm just doing what I got to do. You're just that like good? I, I try not to think about uh, trying to do anything outside the box than what, I, what I'm used to. So I just keep it keep it simple, keep it to what I think is going to work for the video, the content, and just, just execute at that point. Whatever you answer, we're going to put up on the screen right now and show, but what is the most creative ca uh, shot that you've ever captured in your mind? Damn. It was, it was probably the one over there in Utah, the uh, the hotel. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. Just kind of getting all those different shots, all those pieces together. What's one life lesson that you've learned from flying drones? Damn. Just don't be afraid to try new things, really. Don't be afraid to crash, too. It's going to happen. You know, obviously... Some people just don't have the budget to be able to fix it right away, but crashing is something that always happens and stuff, but it's how you handle it after that. I agree. I think you gotta, you got to be willing to take risks and go after stuff in order to, to make it in the world, so Literally. I like that. All right, if you could have dinner with three people, living or dead, who would you, who would be your three at dinner? Damn. Um, one of them might be Adam Sandler. I don't know why. <laughs> Another one. Yeah, he's funny. Another one would probably be... Let me think. There's some pretty dope videographers. Like, oh my God. I just can't think of the names off the top of the head. I'm good with faces, but with remembering names, I'm horrible sometimes. Pick two other people. Two other anybody. people? Okay. Gary V. 
just to keep it keep it easy. Who else? You know what? I would say Madlib. He's a producer, a hip hop producer. Before all this, I didn't even mention it, but I used to be into like hip hop and mm-hmm. hip hop production. It was pretty cool. You were a producer too. We forgot about that past yeah. job. It I did a lot. But um definitely Madlib. He's such a sick producer. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to add another person, like Ninth Wonder. He's another producer too that, that I would love to meet, pick his brain, and just, you know, all that stuff. Look at this chandelier here, man. Damn, look at the chandelier. I'm going to be uh, interested to see if you have an answer here, but what's one, some, what's one thing that you believe that other people think is insane? One thing that I believe that other people think is insane that I think is normal, but yeah. other people would think is insane. Yep. Eating cow tongue. <laughs> That's like a normal dish for most Latinos. Like, you know. Well, we asked the people at uh, the Hyatt in Frisco what they would eat, and I think I think someone said said that or cow heart or something. Cow heart, right? Yeah. But yeah, definitely cow tongue. And man, that man, in tacos, man, they're so bomb. My goodness. Which FPV pilot do you look up to the most in the industry? Damn. Well, an easy one is definitely Johnny. Mm-hmm. Johnny FPV. He's already set the bar. What do you think separates him from everybody else? Is His anything? eye for certain things. He, I think he understands how to fly a drone way differently than most people. Where, And not just flying it, you know, in a freestyle sense, but like... How he needs to toss the drone around so we can get very specific shots that like not a lot of people think about. But that's just already having mastered flying a drone in such a high level that you just think about different things that you're, you're literally thinking outside the box at that point and, and achieving different shots that not a lot of people really think about. Well, I think that's important. A lot of guys go from racing and then immediately think that they jump into getting cinematic shots but you have to have that that cinematic eye yeah in order to really make it at, at his level so yep all right you ready yep <clears throat> you can't just be a chef have all the ingredients and expect to make a masterpiece not at all man you need skill too all right we're launching it i do want you to answer your that past question that question uh, okay one question you wish someone would ask you i guess like you know every once in a while like because me i, I like when it comes to about about just me in general, like I'm like whatever's you know, like uh, as far as uh, being in the spotlight, I think it's funny. Like mm-hmm. I like to laugh at myself and whatnot. But I guess a question, you know, that somebody can ask me, like, how long did it actually take me to get good at certain things? To ask it in a way, like, just to understand how much work it actually takes to even get to this level because there's so many people that just they're like yeah I want to do this I want to do that but they don't really understand the amount of hours repetition that it takes to even get to a certain level and even then there's still like another tier higher that like you could still achieve you know it's almost like a rabbit hole in a way but overall just to kind of you know when they ask that question like uh I'll be able to just kind of like, you know, give, give my own 
point of view as far as like how long it takes or you know how much work you need to put in so that way you just kind of know that it took a long ass time to get here so well then from the time that you first picked up an fpv drone how many hours do you think you put in before you did Fuck. your first paid shoot if you had to guess if i had to guess probably like 500 hours 500 at least there it is got to put in the hours because i remember looking at drl like the simulator it at least has like 110, 120 hours, at least. And that's on, that's one of the simulators that I flew on. That's not including like uh, the other four simulators that I was messing around with. Not including the batteries that I did with the other drones. The five inch, the smaller ones, all the practice that I did, all the crashes, all that stuff. But, and even then, like that's probably not even including the hours that, John, that Johnny FPV has done, you know? It's just... To really become a pro at something, 10,000 hours, you know, mm -hmm. what they say, right? But I mean, we went around in Times Square and trying to see if anybody could go in the simulator and, and do the most basic movements. And that you could tell, funny. You could tell how hard it is. Um, and so I think that's a good lesson is like, this stuff's not easy. It's not the same as picking up a drone, a Mavic drone and going flying it at the beach. Um, know. You know, it's it's a lot of work, and that it is. Um, it shows once you are able to master it. And I think you do you do one of the better jobs um, than I most try. people. And even just from when we first started working together, I think your skills and eye for the shots has just already improved that much. Um, even after all the 500 hours that you had since then. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that I think you've done a great job. Damn. Thank you, good sir. Well, you, you you do help too with like sending inspiration. So you're like, we gotta achieve this, we gotta achieve that. So it's having vision. Oh good my match. goodness! And with that, that will be the end of episode one. I think Mo did a great job. Let me land it on my hand. Land on my hand. No, over here, over here, right. Well, right, right here. Uh -huh. on okay. my hand. That'll do it. Good job. I think you did a great job. Heat. I think that was a lot of value. We need to I do think that, that again. There we go. Ended really like well, giving some great advice, um, mostly just about the amount of hours that it takes to to become this skilled. Like it's not something you can just pick up off the street and get nope. good at in a weekend. Um, and that you know, people are able to see that when they see your work. So, good job. I think Thank that was fun. That I think I'm excited to ask the uh, most question to the next the next guest. Um, yeah, now it's time to go shoot this house. Time to get to work. Let's get it. All right. Ooh, ah.